On this episode, dude Brett and Tyler host some previous guests at Topgolf to celebrate a major milestone for the podcast. Tune in to hear our thoughts on the industry and what it's been like through the years on this episode of The Bourbon Hunters. But before we get started, do you want to support our podcast? Do you like bourbon gear? Visit our website at www.bourbonhunters.com to buy some of our custom bourbon gear and support the podcast. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join us on our hunt for great bourbon. Reward yourself and sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy. Welcome to another episode of the Bourbon Hunters. I am Duke Bull. I'm joined by Brett Bryan, Tyler Schaefer, Sam Shaw, and, and JD. JD, how do you pronounce your last name? Sal- Fritches. Salinger. Fritches. So the. Uh, <laughs> like the big boy Fritches? Fritches. Fritches. JD Power and Associates, I believe it is. There's currently five of us here. We are at Top Golf having a. Uh, so we're going to rotate. We're going to leave our headphones on when we're not hitting the ball. And we are going to uh, watch JD just be a have one person hit while the other four talk and conversate, even though it's not a word. You say converse. <laughs> I know. Good. It's a it's a running joke with my wife. There <laughs> there was a rap song that came, you called us rap song. Anyway, it was a, there was a a song that had the word conversate in it, and uh, we would make fun of it basically. I think it's more spoken word poetry. <laughs> I think that's. That's probably more accurate. <laughs> but uh, so this is long time coming. We were doing this to celebrate our took Trina. 100, 100 download or 100,000 downloads. Uh, which yeah, I was about to say 100, 100 downloads. downloads. Yeah. So it's been a while, but we, uh, we are there. I mean, that was a triumph in itself, 100 downloads. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It took us a few uh, episodes to get to that. Um, however... We decided to celebrate. It took us a little bit to get to Top Golf, but we're here, and I think we're going to have some people dropping in at, with us as we go. Uh, so, what do you have in your glass, Tyler? Um, the same as you. Woodford Reserve uh, Wood Finishing Series 2023. The BEP. Woodford Reserve. Are you? Are you Maker's all fucked Mark. up? Are you I, all fucked I, okay. might, I might be fucked up. Well, we were <laughs> it's talking four about Woodford, o'clock, dude. We were it's four about, o'clock. We were talking about Woodford Reserve. Yeah, He's been having a drink for every download leading up to yes. hundred thousand. <laughs> I am at no. nine hundred and ninety-nine drinks. Drinks. And I've got a lot to go. Uh, what are you drinking, Sam? Uh, the Top Golf Old Fashioned. Ooh, nice. How and is then, it? A little, uh, Brett, little. You're drinking water. Right I have now. the Top Golf Water. That's uh, <laughs> on the rocks. Is that the Wage? Yes, on the rocks though. All right, so uh, let's uh, use this kind of to just talk about uh, memories of the podcast, I guess, leading up to now. And uh, I'm going to leave it to you, Tyler, and and how this all started for you. And then I'm going to how it all started for you. I mean, you. Well, we planned a uh, a trip to uh, Kentucky for my birthday. We did, and. you talked me into podcasting or recording on the way down for, yeah, the, for the episode, but um, you talked about it being, you know, something more than just uh, recording. I said, no, you know, <laughs> you gave me a hand job and that's, that's what did it. That was the, um, I, I tipped him over the top. It, t- it tipped him, tipped me over the top. 
And and so that's how we got started, and uh, we just kept going, and uh, I've spent way too much time with you guys. I'm going to hit some balls now, and I'm going to leave it to Brett to explain his entree. Yeah, so for me, I think it started off as a I was a guest on the episode during the pandemic. And if I remember correctly, the first episode I did with you guys was the Whiskey Row series. It was either yes, that. It was up in the, uh, the loft, the of, loft the, of the gym. Of the gym. It's, it's, a hard, it's hard to remember. It was either that or it was when um, the I think early that was times it. bottled and bond. It was one of those two when that just got bought by Sazerac. Ooh. It, I can't remember. And we had tried that. But um, it was one of those two for sure. And then from there, I was slowly like a just, you know, a guest here and there. And then you guys invited me to the Bourbon Trail trip that you do for your birthday annually. And um, that was the first time I had done the Bourbon Trail. And it was a great time. Um, learned a, a shitload on that one and, and found a lot of interesting places like Lux Row, right? Yeah. I remember that was the first place we went. And I was kind of like, what the fuck is Lux Row? Like, I didn't know it, know anything yeah. about it, right? I was very greenhorn and all of that. And then I was like, that ended up being like one of my favorite places that we went was Lux Row. Um, to this day, that's still one of the best tastings that we did because it was only like $25, if I remember. Yeah. But we got to sample fucking everything fantastic. It was like the Lux 12. Blood the, Oath. The Blood Oath, the Rebel 10-year. Yeah. And then maybe the Ezra 7, old Ezra 7. Yeah. I think that's what yep. it was. And then they paired them with those chocolates and everything, too. Yep. That still has been one of the best tastings that yep. I've done. For, Cause it, for $25, Because if you sure. do that now, you don't get to taste all that good shit now by mm-hmm. any means. Um so that's kind of, I guess, where I got my start with it. But that was that was great. And then I think from, I know we went to Buffalo Trace too, but maybe Luxro wasn't the first stop we made. But it was an early stop, um, and I just remember being like, I was like, what is this place? And then usually I just, I we would do place. Buffalo Trace on the way down, which they have a salt. I mean, it's free, so right. whatever they pour in the glass is going to be good. Yeah. Um, but what I like about their recent offerings is they're you know randomly starting to add in some of their higher end stuff, which is just awesome I, yeah. I think the last time we were there there was eh taylor small batch was in there um and dude what was what did you see recently that uh buffalo trace put in their free tasting there's something really high end like oh, it a was like, or something um, like that no it was the weller antique or not the weller antique the weller william larue i can't talk william larue weller did they put that they yes. put that in there holy fuck yes I remember that very vividly because I was like, "Oh shit, we need to go now." Yeah, that's a that's a you know a hundred and fifty dollar tasting just in its own. I know. Which, by the way, speaking of that, I I had that recently at on the uh, roof ta- rooftop of the new Hilton. Uh-huh. Um, skies on high, hundred dollars a for two ounces. Okay. Um, and just so fucking good, man. So good every single time. I, I think that's the one really high-end bottle that, you know, I consistently will pay for the pour. I'll, you know, mm-hmm. um, I haven't had the chance to, to, to buy it. And I think it's just, a, it's coming down in price. Um, you know, my spot up in Michigan, they sold theirs, I think, for like 1800 Jesus. And But that's down from, you know, Two what grand. I've seen of two to $2,500, yeah. you know, sometimes at the peak, maybe up towards three grand for like an, maybe like an older, better tasting bottle. Um, you think people are starting to realize that while, yes, it's good, there's other things out there that are... Oh yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. That are very good as well at a better price point. I don't. I don't think the market is saturated. Yeah, per no, se. But, but I, I think the your average consumer is starting to to 
approach more of like the there is so many there are so many good varieties and good bourbons to be had yeah. that there's now like a what's the best bang for my buck yeah. like I don't need to drop $300 on a pour to get yeah. the best experience yeah. possible well, when you can have like a solid pour and buy a solid bottle for a third you, of that and you still have the people that are, are buying those bottles for no intention of drinking them. They just right. sit yeah. there unopened. There, there's nothing more that irritates me than seeing a, a picture of just the, the coolest fucking collection and they're untouched. It's not, it's not a rich guy buying them and, and it, to, to enjoy them and share them, which is, is uh, another topic, but just to fucking buy them and sit there and, 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 and just hope that the value on them just continues to increase for a, for an investment. Like, go fuck yourself. That's a lot like wine, though. So, like, that's yeah. a big wine thing. Or these people have these prestigious wine collections and these wine cellars, and they never fucking drink it. And then what? They're going to die, and their kids are going to inherit it. And then yeah. they're going to drink it. Or, yeah. or they're going to sell it. I think a lot of that has to do with the FOMO, the fear of missing yeah. out, too. Well, you, once you get past that, then you start enjoying some of those more flagship brands that yeah. have a lot to offer that you look over a lot because you see the limited releases. Yeah, yeah. and I, you're definitely right on the FOMO of like you know you even now we all come across a bottle that we're just like we know we're just a tater buying that, but you're like <laughs> fuck, I have the chance for it now. It's not overly ridiculous, but you know it's still overpriced. But you know I, I should buy it. Um, you know. Well, I'm guilty of that because I bought two bottles of the Steve Nally Bardstown. Yeah, not I just mean, one. Those were four hundred dollars yeah. retail. Dude, they're, they're fucking. That was a good bottle, man. That's a good that was bottle. a good bottle. Where did you get that? The distillery. Oh, okay. I got up at three a.m. Oh, drove shit. down there Sunday <laughs> to pick it up. Oh, that's insane. And they let that's, you get two of them. I though? dropped a grand. Well, I had the wife with me. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> so we okay. got two. Gotcha. That makes sense. But we also bought the triple stave blend as well. So we dropped okay. a grand in that. Yeah. Yes. So the, I had the chance when I was up in Michigan to get the four square. Which I've not had. Um, Here, I, I asked him if it. he wanted to buy it, and he said he passed. But I, I haven't heard anything about I, it. I hear really good stuff about it. Really that good. One. Better than the plantation rum finish. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I yeah, I have that plantation rum finish, and I it's a little disappointing. It. Yeah. For the mm -hmm. price of it and everything, I was yeah. really like hyped up about it because any rum finish I've had is is really good, and this is you know one of the first like um, bourbon rum finishes, mm -hmm. and I just it just kind of fell for me. It just wasn't there, and yeah. I'm just. I had, like, when I was down there for my, my bachelor party, ew, gosh, like, almost a year ago at this point now, like, had a pour of it there, and, like, it was, the, the description and the novelty of it was far better than the actual, like, follow-through of the taste. It, it was very, like, it felt like, in their case, like, Bardstown has just such a, a, like, rich, smooth flavor anyway, it felt like it was almost competing with the rum finish instead of a complimentary... Uh, merging there. I would so. have completely nixed the Foursquare because the plantation rum was Tennessee, so we mm. can assume that's Dickel. Yeah. This one, the Foursquare is 90% Indiana. So it's MGP, yeah. I'm sure it's, yeah, I haven't had that, but I, I would definitely entertain the Foursquare. I'm going to try a pour first before yeah. I buy it. Yeah. I don't blame you. That's a good call. Nice. Sam, by the way, how did you get your kind of start oh, with yeah. it? We kind of got so, all you know, track a teeny bit. Uh, I, I loiter uh, in the bourbon hunter's <laughs> world is the best way for that. So my uh, start was uh, one of my best friends, uh, Rudra, uh, has the connection into Middle West. And so there was earlier on, uh, gosh, this was... I don't think he has the connection. I think he is, is, he the, is connection. the connection. He is yeah, the it's, connection. It's him. Uh, <laughs> But no, like that was an earlier on episode. Do you remember like which episode was the original uh, Middle West? I that don't. was like sub twenty. I want to say. Yeah, dude would know. Uh, I don't know how to. You. Go so ahead. Well, go, while we go figure that out, uh, 
Yeah, so whatever episode that was was my first foray into the uh, the Bourbon Hunters. I go to the gym with all of these guys as well. So, like, it was something that I had heard about, we had talked mm-hmm. about for a while, and, like, it was something that I just at that point didn't and still don't really have the bandwidth to be a consistent uh, person to show up. But whenever the schedule aligns and I'm able to be here, I always love it and always have a good that time. Was a, that was a really fun drop in Middle West Spirits, too. Uh, we had quite yeah. quite the lineup. Yeah. Um, that was good. You know, it, it, we got to see the office and, and kind of go back and, and taste some different things. Like, uh, Middle West in general has just been a huge, like, supporter of the show. Oh, just, yeah, like, for sure. Doors open, like, as they've grown, they've still been like, yeah, no, just come hang out. But it's it's not one of those things that it's like, hey, here's a local distillery that is kind of nice to us. They they put out fantastic stuff. Oh yeah, like that's that's the thing that I think is what makes Middle West such a, a unique relationship. It's not just supporting local. Like they are in like 48 states at this point. They are yeah. nationwide. They have a very good product. Still one of the best bourbons that like when I, I like in my head I always classify bourbons into three categories. There's friends that I like, friends that I don't like, and then just something to have on hand. And yeah. Middle West is one of the best. Like they put out a phenomenal bourbon. They're finished. Everything like that is amazing. Uh, but like even just their run of the mill bourbon that you can buy at any liquor agency is phenomenal and consistent. And I actually haven't had their 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 normal rye and bourbon offerings in a, in a long time. Um, just because I have their their yeah. barrel proof stuff. Yeah. JD, do you have um, any of Middle West Spirits rye? barrel strength or their bourbon barrel strength so don't write me off on this i haven't <laughs> tried anything middle west except for horse soldier who is affiliated yeah, yeah. that is i mean they, awesome. they, that's like the best bourbon is the bourbon that you enjoy yeah. and middle west is very like i love it because it's not like it doesn't have the name recognition of like a makers or a woodford like even though they put out an absurd amount of product it still feels like you meet a lot of people who's like oh no i've never heard of that before and it's a very unique offering to be like a hey, here's this like genuinely enjoy it bourbon that a lot of people haven't had for the first time. So mm-hmm. I'm all for it. Well, I tried Watershed. Um, I have had some high banks. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Watershed doesn't do it for me. It shouldn't. I mean, it's not very good. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, high banks for me is a little too rye heavy, even on their normal bourbon blend. Uh, they haven't released any bourbon yet, so so that makes so sense. the high banks I have that I really enjoy is the barrel strength uh, midnight cask. Yeah, okay. that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. It's got a crazy finish on it. Like I get bread and butter toast. Yeah, um, it's really good. Yeah, I it, think their bourbon is set to release late this year. I believe they haven't released yes. a bourbon yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but I mean, if if so, typically I've only seen the their middle west spirits, their barrel strength in in either their picks or. I mean, it's it's still a pick, but they're uh, distillery, you know, gift shop releases. Mm-hmm. So if you ever see them, go grab one. You okay. know, whether it's the rye. I mean, y- you're you're in line with me as far as liking rye a lot. It's one of my fucking favorites. You know, to me, it's it's Michter's. It's typically Willet, um, and I'm kind of weird in that. You know, Willet's either you love it or you hate it. Not a Willet guy. Yeah, I Not love Willet. Not a Willet um, guy. And then it's yeah. and then from there it's it's uh, um, you know I, I think Middle West Spirits is top three is and and sometimes you know a, a barrel that they put out of their barrel strength rye can compete with fucking anything it's you know so I'm not against Willet I've just never had a purple top 
before. Yeah. And I hear good stuff about it, but I hear good stuff from when they were sourcing as opposed to like what they're doing now. So so when you do, if you ever go down there and you, um, you know, you do the trail and you go into Willett's um, gift shop, go upstairs to their bar because they have a, a massive book of just all of their stuff that they can have. And, and so you can have some of the, the crazy high-end dusties that, that's not even Willet. Uh, you can have, you know, the Willet higher-end stuff. Um, and you can really taste just taste their stuff. But the, the biggest thing is, is, you know, I'm not a dill fan, but I'm a dill fan when it comes to, bur- or to, to rise. And that is, like, the epitome of, like, tasting dill and, and, and rye. And it's just one of my favorite notes. Yeah, I get a lot of dill in the Nashville Barrel Company rye. Yeah. I'm really a big fan of Nashville nice. yeah. stuff. Yeah. So we've got Brett on the, uh, on the tee right now. He's never really golfed before, so this is all new for him. But he's for never doing it. Right. He's learning and having fun. That's all anyone can ask. Well, I, I can't speak to him having fun. I am. It's mandatory fun. There right. is no question. There is no question. Brett, you, you, man. Brett, you want to you switch me? You want to you come back? You want to keep hitting? I don't care. <laughs> so uh, give Brett a little breather after his uh, swings there. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, all right. Like, I... These headphones are so hot, Tyler. I know we, <laughs> we talked about Brett's, you know, entry. We talked about Tyler's entry. My whole mindset behind this was, you know... If I started a podcast, it would give me an excuse to hang out with people and drink bourbon. And uh, so my genesis or my origin story, if you will, for, uh, for bourbon was I was, uh, so for the longest time, and I still have psoriatic arthritis, but for the longest time I was taking this, this uh, medicine called methotrexate. And it makes your liver uh, swell, basically. I stopped paying attention after the word meth. That's fine. <laughs> And uh, so I wasn't allowed to drink while I was on it for the longest time. And then for, I, I took it for way longer than I was supposed to. And, and so long that the efficacy was wearing off. That was a big word for you, Brett. And, I know uh, what efficacy is. <laughs> and uh, so, so it got to the point where I went to my, my new doctor, my arthritis doctor, and they're like, you're on what? For how long? And you're taking how much? Like... Methotrexate's crazy. It can be used for leukemia. It's been used oh, for mor- it's been used for morning after pill. It's been used for like it, it's like this crazy whatever. It basically kills your body. <laughs> is kind of the whole thinking behind it. I want to order some food. So if you, I was just looking at drinks. Is what I was looking well, at. Well, that that too. But I've got some more. Oh, do you? Okay. So, we, but you need to have a glass. So you should I, probably yeah. order, order something. Yeah, order one. Do before, they before can, we pour? Can you start like a tab, or they just charge it to this? Well, or how does right that work? now, I think it's charged to that Visa gift card I gave them. Uh, <laughs> it's not going to last very long. Gotcha. So, uh, um, Brett, you go ahead. Uh, so basically, what I I just wanted to start up uh, drinking something, and then my buddy Sam, not you, but Sam Shaw, yep. very similar last name, but not exactly the same. Got me into bourbon and um, bourbon and uh, ginger ale. So my first drink, my first foray into uh, bourbon was bourbon and ginger ale. Yeah, and uh, like I loved it. It was it's like good. a Kentucky Mule. Yeah, Kentucky yeah, Mule. I mean, kind of, but kind it, of. It wasn't yeah. ginger beer. It was ginger ale, but it was you know it was like a little light, refreshing, alcoholic, refreshing yeah. soda. Soda, yeah. And so that just happened to turn your evenings into more fun. <laughs> and so after a while, I just you know Tyler and I went to this. Uh, Columbus like bourbon boxcar thing downtown and they were serving bourbon but it was all neat 
and I was about to like puke. I, I like I was not ready for that experience because I always had ginger ale and ice with my bourbon. I didn't know. And so after that, I told myself, all right, I've got to learn how to drink bourbon neat. So I started weaning off the ginger ale and weaning off the ice to the point where I only drink my bourbon neat now unless it's in a cocktail. Yeah. And um, but that was in the that was in the summer of 2019. At the end of the summer, it was like September or whatever. And then it was December 2019 where we went on our bourbon trail trip and started the podcast. So for me, it was like a, I knew so many people that were into bourbon. And I was like, how do I get to hang out with them more often and not have to like go out on the town? So I was like, let's just, uh, let's start a bourbon podcast. Yeah. And it's kind of just been, and, and it took us probably 10, 15 episodes to kind of figure out what we were trying to do. Sure. We're not trying to be an informative podcast. We're trying to be an entertaining podcast. So we just sit and talk about our lives. Tyler talks way too much about his his deck. (laughs) His deck and how when he trims the shrubs back, his deck looks bigger. It's a great deck, isn't it? It is a great deck. (laughs) But uh, he's always so worried about how big his deck looks, and he's always sending me deck pics. I don't Unsolicited deck pics? Unsolicited deck pics. We're not even talking, and all of a sudden I get a picture of his deck, and I'm just like, what the hell? And I notice that he's always keeping his shrubs trimmed, you know? I mean, that's just being responsible it is it is but he claims it makes his deck look bigger and i don't know i don't see it i don't i don't see it sure whatever (laughs) it's still it's 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 still a deck but uh anyway so that's how it got started for me and then you know it's now become this expectation for me that if i don't get to see you guys at least once (laughs) a week (laughs) i go into a deep dark depression but Sorry, no, I'm, I'm mesmerized by, like, the golf swing. Sorry, that's why I'm looking the other direction. Learn. Absorb it, man. I'm trying. Absorb I'm trying. It. I'm watching the rear arm is what I'm watching. Because yeah. I, I was always rear, told... Huh? Well, I was always told you had to keep like your rear arm straight, no, but I'm like, you can't well, that's what I'm like, how the fuck impossible. do you do that? The rear arm ends up in almost like an L shape. It's the, the front arm you want to keep as You don't want to chicken wing it. Don't chicken wing it. Keep it tough. Yeah. And the I, left arm... I got arm, some shoulder mobility the issues. The left arm is the one that you want to keep straighter, but it's going to bend some. Okay. Unless I mean, I hit like one okay. Thank well, you. Everything you were talking about is what Freddie says, you know, from Buffalo Trace. You yeah. know, it's meant to be enjoyed with friends. Right. You know, and, and my wife gets on me all the time because you're giving away too many samples. Giving away, giving away, you know, and uh, I love you, honey. But uh, <laughs> but no, does she like bourbon? She <sighs> dabbles. But no, she, it's that's kind of like my wife. My thing. wife's a vodka person. But, but here's the thing with me is, have you guys ever been over to my house and, and I've said, no, 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 not that one? No. no. I mean, honestly, no. yeah, I, I want you to drink my there, bourbon. Oh, there's, one, there's one that you don't want us to open, and I feel the same way. That's the mini Blantons with the buffalo well, yeah, mask but, on it. But I've got, but I've got other Blantons. I know. I'm, just, yeah. I mean? like, I'm kidding. It's truly. Whole, like, I'm kidding. I have, I think, one bottle that is basically off-limits in my collection. Bourbon Hunters? Yeah. Ah. Uh, that was because uh, that was my like my foray into bourbon as a whole was yeah. that episode. That was when I started drinking it. That's eat. crazy. I and did so, not even know that. Yeah, like I, I mean, I had like dabbled. That like, was a I was fun. I was fun recording. It was very fun. I was not you unfamiliar. Know what made it really with fun is Tyler wasn't able to make it. I That's know, right? Being <laughs> able he had to, to go get a COVID shot or a COVID uh, test that day. Yeah, and the best part is, is it was negative. <laughs> yeah, but his wife was making him get a COVID test to let him start sleeping in the bed again after something. Uh, I a think trip it was or your bourbon or no, someone's think, bourbon trip. No, I think I think it was just 
a bachelor party or something of his. Oh, okay. That he was going to. Can't and you just drink enough high enough proof bourbon to kill it? That's I always mean, been I my mindset. Yeah. That's if my you can mindset. still smell the bourbon and taste the bourbon, <laughs> that's your COVID you're test. not COVID positive. That's the COVID test. Now, how many times have you had COVID, Sam? Seven? Oof, we, on, we on seven now? <laughs> I think uh, like three confirmed, two maybes. Yeah. For what? Two, I don't, I don't feel like getting a test done. Yeah. Like if it, that's the whole, like, if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's COVID. Yeah. How many balls do you get to hit? I'm derailing. Like, as many as, as, you, many want? as you want? Okay. Yeah. You, you just get two hours worth, basically. Well, I didn't know. Like, no, when it's like... In the games, you get 20. That's what I meant. Like, between each person. But if we're not truly keeping score, then just hit yeah, whatever the hell just, you want. No, it's just more out of curiosity. Yeah. Um, apparently, Tyler decided to hit jo JD's balls. No. Yeah. I maybe. Maybe. <laughs> No, maybe. No, maybe. Yes. Often wrong, never in doubt. <laughs> Still a fan. I already lost that one in the air. Yeah. Well, the good news is with the uh, horrific air quality. I know, under, dude. You can't see shit. Uh, right? Blame is Canada. it air quality? Uh, I thought yeah. it was like a mist. No, no, no. It's air quality. Is this, uh, Blame Canada. Forest fire still? I don't know. I don't oh, know. it's really. It's, I just know it's, it's smoke. I just know it's Canada's fault. I don't know if it's smoke, but it's air quality. I think it's small. Some food. Like uh, yeah. I'm a month ago or so. Let me have the. The that was, fire in yeah. Canada was the reason for the poor air quality. I don't know if that's still the case or not, but it's definitely hazy as fuck out. Yeah, it is. But we're at Top Golf. We're enjoying some alcohol, and I'm about to order some food. And I have no idea what I want to order. They have some good food. Do they? Yeah, it's actually that doesn't not bad. narrow it down at all. I like that. Instead of a good thing or a this item, I recommend it's like so, just food. I don't see it on here, and I could just be missing it. But when you do the VIP thing here. They do this uh, big, huge pretzel, and inside of each little part of the pretzel, they have, like, it's almost like a charcuterie board. Oh. So they have, like, meats and cheeses and, and whatever, and I don't see that in here unless uh, just the regular, I don't see the pretzel at all, to be honest. I do like that an entire generation that grew up eating Lunchables uh, is now oh, obsessed yeah. with charcuterie boards. Right. Like, that checks out. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it, it does. And it, it, what's funny about that, too, is that... Uh, there's a, uh, a meme going around with a, char a charcuterie board that has, like, uh, you know, your standard stuff in it. But if you look closely, like, there's condoms on it. Oh, yeah. There's, uh, there's uh, like, lines of Coke and all there, kinds yeah, of shit. Uh, what do you call it? Um, Syringes? Syringes, thank you. Uh, things like that in there, which I just find so funny. I saw that. It's like the longer I look at this, the wilder it gets right. or something. Yeah, and that's exactly <laughs> what it is. The longer you look at it. Um, Oh, I thought there was an airplane, but yeah, no, I didn't. It's, it's I was like, "What is that?" It's a vacuum. So, uh, I was—I just had a brief moment of panic that I'd never hit the the uh, oh, record shit. button. Oh shit! But I did, I did. Uh, so we can unrecord it now and freak you out later. Un unrecord it. Yes. So, what do you think you're going to get for food, Tyler? Uh, I haven't looked. I'm just That's admiring why I'm JD's. The, the JD's. Uh, should um, we? Do we? Do we start with some? Uh, an app, or are you, are you diving right You are phone? an app whore. Dude, I'm an app slut. Yeah, I mean, yeah. seriously. I, I, if, I'm here if for I it. Ever, I agree. If I ever catch him cheating on our podcast, it's going to be with appetizers. No. He's gonna, I'm going to find him in bed with, like, pretzel bites all over him. <laughs> an appetizer oh, honey, podcast. Honey yep, it's called Actually, the app pretzel, attack. Pretzel bites are really far down the list of appetizers I just, for me. But, yeah. Just throwing that out there. You know, JD's hits are about, like, my dick. <laughs> They're long Pretty and straight. Long and straight. Yeah. 
Which is exactly not like my dick. It's the exact opposite, <laughs> crooked and short. But uh, whatever. Yeah, but, he's uh, he's a good golfer. From I don't know shit about golf, well, but he yeah. works at a golf course. Oh, there you go. That'll do that for you. Well, I don't. Mm-hmm. What is he? The general manager of Tartan Fields? No, no, he's the assistant superintendent. The the assistant secretary to the traveling uh, traveling salesman. The traveling secretary assistant or something. What is so, it? What was George's? Uh, what was George's title on on Seinfeld? Oh Assistant God. to the traveling secretary, I think. Well, he was many things. Oh, that was not your shot, JD. That was not it. Topped it. He was an importer exporter. No, that was uh, Kramer. No, I thought Costanza was an no, no, importer no. exporter. Kramer was uh, Vandalay Industries. He was an importer exporter. Dude, Kramer did everything though. But yeah. that was he was. I swear that was Costanza. No, Costanza was a the assistant to the traveling secretary of the New York Yankees. Yeah. Uh, well, I think in the earlier stuff, and I should say. do you say, know who play, who did the voice of... Um, is that not right? George Stein... Or of Steinbrenner? Larry David. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. And then Larry David's also the one who's selling the gum when they're trying to find that special gum that's only available in China. Yeah. That uh, Lloyd Braun was Lloyd able to get. Lloyd Braun. So uh, they find Lloyd it... Braun. They find it at this uh, little walk-up... Uh, kiosk thing. Kiosk in like at the side of a building on the street, and it's Larry David selling it. I like that the uh, audio picks up the subtle crowd noises. Yeah, it feels like Roller Coaster Tycoon in the background. Surprisingly enough, when I edit it, there's not much that actually is uh, occurring. That's and, cool. and what's funny is there are people like looking at us. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. Kids, I mean. Yeah. Like trying to figure out what we're up to. Yeah. And. Uh, we, we could probably, you know, make it seem like we're more famous than we are. I mean, 100,000 downloads. Yeah. I mean, we are famous. But <laughs> I'm you want saying. me to, like, leave, change clothes, and come back, like, clothes from my car, and be like, can I get an autograph? <laughs> start the, start the uh, yeah. walk by and be like, double take. Yeah. Take a picture with us, get an autograph. That'd be funny. <laughs> Might help the golf swing, you know, loosen. Yeah, there we loosen, go. Loosen it up a little bit. Yeah, I want to get a, a few more tight. swings in at some point. I was watching, uh, you know... I feel very rigid, very stiff. What the biggest thing I find that helps your swing is you take your keys, put it in like a fish bowl, and you take your pineapple and turn it upside down. Oh, okay. And that'll help your swing game big time. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> upside down broom on the front porch. Something. I mean, and then you put your uh, your keys in the in the in the fish bowl. That's the biggest thing that helps. So, you're kind of talking about did you talk about your entry into bourbon how it got started for you no not yet all right jd give us give us a rundown man all right um first hey not a listener first time guest (laughs) not first time long time Uh, so i've always been kind of a jim beam and coke guy um i mean we all had to start somewhere yeah so i did that in college i guess (laughs) right yeah i mean we all did i think same jack and jack and jim I went to school in Kentucky. We were not allowed to drink Jack Daniels. Yeah, I know. That's so stupid. That was a big thing because it was like Tennessee whiskey versus Kentucky bourbon. what was the name of your college? Uh, Moorhead. Yes, it was. Yep. I had a golf buddy who golfed for them. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They didn't didn't call that place Leshead. They didn't. That's right. My freshman um, dorm mate, I guess you call a roommate in the dorm, he was on the golf team. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, rival uh, school up in Michigan, uh, Jimmy Capelli. Really good player. Nice. You yeah. know what? If I would have gone to school there, that would have been my pickup line. 
They didn't call this place less. Oh, head. oh yeah. <laughs> it would they be funny. It I would go on like. Um, and, and I, I probably would have had the same success rate as yeah. I did in yeah. high, at Ohio State. You, you couldn't have done worse. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's exactly my point. You can get anything online, like hats and shit now. But you know, early days when I was first in school, like the internet wasn't like it is now. And I would wear you know hats that said like Morehead on them, and people would ask to buy them from me. <laughs> They're like, oh my god, your hat's Morehead. Can I buy that's that? That's when you should have opened up your trunk and had like a yeah. whole thing yeah. of like hats and shirts. Yeah, and I really. Well, that's why everybody buys South Carolina. Carolina, because it says Cox. Jane Cox, yeah. It yep. just says Cox. Yeah. Well, those Cox, old ones did, yeah, it just said Cox on yeah. it. I think, they, I think they still sell them like that. They probably do. <laughs> like they're, they're leaning into it. They you know what they're disappointed. doing. Yeah. <laughs> they know what they're up to. That was the rival, uh, that was the rival as far as, uh, you know, most, uh, what did do you, you call it? Saying? Oh, you already ordered it, never mind. Most, uh, you know, uh, apparel was the Gamecocks and Moorhead. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were rivaling each other. It was They would call each other. They had a monthly uh, call. I don't know if you know this, but they had a monthly call between those two schools to compare their retail sales. No, they didn't. <laughs> you, you were thinking about it, no. though. I saw you pause. I was like... Did you see it? You saw him pause, right? Yeah. It was like... It, cl- it clicked really like, quick, though. Yeah. It was, that doesn't sound right, like, but I don't weird. know enough about hey, this to the, like... The thing that Tyler has learned is you just say stuff with confidence. Oh, yeah. And people don't oh. believe you anyway because you're Tyler. <laughs> I was actually watching that guy over there because I didn't know if he was going to come say something about your glass. He was like staring over here. What about my glass? It's empty. No, no, no. The one that he wanted to take, and yeah, you told him not to because you wanted to try something. Yeah, I'm going to try something. I'm going to try another vial out of my out of my <laughs> container. That's what I'm going to try. When he comes back and sees it's filled back. Right, that's what I meant. Like, and yeah. he's going to be like, if I knew this was going to happen, I would have been bringing vials for all of you. That's all good, man. Uh, well, if, if that would have been a little too obvious, yeah. if, if we all had our own vials, be a lot cooler though. Hey, uh, for sake of what you said, put this beside the the suitcase. Give me, give me one second. Yeah, so yeah he walks yeah. away. So um, just set it beside the suitcase, like on the ground. Yeah, we would go on family camping trips, kind of bring this back full circle. Um, hey, if while you're down there, you want to pour out uh, one of my vials, but that'd be a little more work. Is this yours? No, the one he set on the floor is mine. Oh, okay, okay. He just, He's coming back this way. Yeah, again. So we would go on family camping trips, and I would steal my stepdad's Jim Beam. I would pop open Diet Coke cans and drink a little bit and pour it in there and walk around the campground, you know, like a big shot at 16 years old. So speaking of, like, sneaking things around, when we were – when I was at Ohio State, there was a – and I don't know if they're still there. They may be. There was a group called the Ohio Staters. Okay. And they helped you get tickets to away games if you were a student. And so what they would do is they would charter buses and stuff like that. You would buy your away tickets and all that. And then you would uh, hop on the bus. Like we, every year the Michigan was away, I would use the Ohio Staters to get my tickets. We would camp out, get trashed outside of the Union, waiting for them to open. It was basically like the modern-day iPhone release. Mm-hmm. But you were waiting for tickets to the Michigan game. Okay. Gotcha. And so we would we would camp outside on the grass, get just plastered, stay up all night long, and go in, and we'd be drunk getting our tickets to the game. On the way to the game, you weren't allowed to take any alcohol or anything like that. So what we did is we took tea bottles, Snapples. Mm-hmm. Snapple, that's a throwback. Oh, I remember right? Snapple. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they set would, shit under the lid. There was like little saying. <laughs> yeah. Stuff. yeah. But I don't think they always did that. But okay. that, that became a thing. I remember that. So... Um, we would take Snapple bottles and fill them up partially with, basically with rum and Coke. 
and so it would be the same it would be the same consistency or of like color yeah. mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. so it would look and then the best part was is when you got off of the the uh, bus the bus just smelled like booze <laughs> But everyone's drinking Snapples. <laughs> everyone's getting those drinking right. sweats going. Yeah. But no one heard the pop when you opened your Snapple. <laughs> there was no yeah. pops. Not a single pop. It's funny. No pop pop. There was a... Hey, does anyone know that reference? Pop pop? No. Pop pop? No one watched Community? Oh. I did not. Gotcha. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. thinking about that. There was a... When we were at Sonic Temple, there was a woman that came up to the, uh, the Middle West booth and was describing... Uh, the best way she had ever found to sneak in uh, any type of alcohol anywhere uh, was she was a recent mother and so would take in her pumping supplies that have all of the conveniently like bags of just liquid that they, you can hold on at the bottom and the second you open it up and it's pumping supplies everyone's just like yeah no just take it through take it through you're good and so she would take in like an entire like Dick. handle of alcohol into wherever she was going just because she distributed it amongst the uh the various nursing bags. Guys. Nursing bags. Nursing bags. Dude's gone. Let's talk about pizza. <laughs> <laughs> He's wrong about pizza. What's totally. His, what's his stance on pizza? It, well, I mean, just, Detroit's the just, best pizza. Yeah, Detroit's the best uh, pizza. Yeah. I mean, outside down. of uh, outside of like, he the guy doesn't even know what New Haven style pizza is. We had to we had to like lay it out what what that. Style Have you talked is. to him about buddies? Um, I don't From know back buddies. Home? You don't no. know buddies? Oh, buddies. No. The other place that you mentioned to me today. Sapinos. Sapinos. Um, is that more of like a Midwestern style like pub pizza? It's more It's more New Yorkish, you know, big billfold kind of. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, Freddy's, my dad was there. Yeah. Fre Freddy's is supposed to be just absolutely amazing. They only make a certain amount of pies. When they're sold out, they close, they're done. Yeah. I love stores that do that. Yeah. Like, if that can be operated in a sustainable, like, business model way for, like, the store as well, I love the, the play. Because uh, Hot Chicken Takeover used to do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, like, way back when they were literally a hole in the wall. Wario's Beef does that. Like, yep. once they're out of their stuff, they're done. And then uh, Becca over at Little Donut Factory. Yep. Like, say, like, it's mm -hmm. just, it's this is what like we made today. And 9 a.m. <laughs> yeah. I love businesses that do well, that. Well, you got to get in line because they have a line by 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. People yep. getting pizzas. Yeah, they're um, Freddy's up in Michigan. They'll typically like they open for lunch and like they're sold out after that. So they're sold out by like Damn. two or three o'clock. That's you know? awesome. And and it sucks in another sense because anytime you want to go, it you're like I have to get pizza for lunch yeah. if I want to try this place. Um, and there are are they coal coal fired? Yeah, gotcha. Um, they it just looks incredible. I I have yet to have. So I've had... Ooh. Oh, nice. I, I like crust like that, where it's like oh, charred yeah. just a little yeah. bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like show a little, dude. Show little dude. He, his dick would get hard for that. That's, that's Freddy's up in Michigan. That's real pizza. <laughs> Michigan. Not artificial Detroit. pizza. <laughs> no, that's not Detroit style. That's this guy. You Sicilian eat. is Detroit style. <laughs> yeah. It basically, yeah, it's like a modified Sicilian style. Um, nice shot, dude. Nice shot. Unless you're hitting that with like a four iron, then, then it was just okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so okay shot. It, it was an okay so, shot. Poly G's is I've I've done them a disservice because 
they're Detroit's Detroit squares are just they they just look fucking incredible, and I've never I've, had their square pizza. I have never had their squares. Ooh. That's oh, that buddies up in Michigan. Yeah, that looks good. Um, I've had their regular pizza, but I've only picked it up and and drove it home and, and had it there, which is you know like any time a pizza. A yeah, uh, and and for me like it's on High Street downtown to like West Hilliard. You're you're looking yeah. at a twenty twenty five minutes that's been in the box like. It's not the it's not the same pizza at that no, point in time. No, no, no. They had that Sunday sweatpants deal. That's oh, a good deal. Fuck yeah! So have you ever had that. it? We do it all the time. Really? Yeah, because so my girlfriend's a vegan, and so they have a good vegan cheese gotcha. at um, Poly G's, which I'm not real big into that shit, but um, she is, and she really likes so it. So you'll get, isn't it like a bottle of wine and like two pizzas? Or no, something it's like that? two pizzas and like a house salad. Oh, a salad. Okay. Yeah, and it's, you're right. It's forty bucks for that, so, which is not a bad deal. Yeah, Basically, yeah. the salad's free. I will say, I'm I'm not into like the whole big like vegan everything, but what I have started doing is having like a. Uh, my wife and I went to Harvest Pizza the other yep. day and got their Meat Lovers Pizza, but some vegan out for there. anything that we could with it. Sure. And it was a very interesting, because it's like, I, I'm not vegan. I'm not going vegan for vegan. Right. But it was a, li- a much lighter pizza that I didn't feel gross afterwards yeah. because it was just Valid. super heavy. Yeah. And that, that I can appreciate a lot. Sure. Sure, you're like, well, how can I just yeah, lighten this up? Yeah. How can I not just be a, a fucking lard ass for the rest of the day? The still there. Everything yeah. was good, but like I could have like have the you, two or three pizza pieces. Have you ever, have you ever seen Polygy's? It's not ringing a bell. Okay, I'll show you their squares because their squares just look absolutely incredible. And, and we've we wanted like to, to have their pizza on Money. our podcast, like except for the fact that they're closed Tuesdays. <laughs> so a little bit of a problem. Yep. Um, yeah, that was beautiful. I heard so it, like but I didn't see it. That's like one of them. Um, like they, they, it's their squares. Um, they do those like dollops. Okay. Oh, for yeah. like the vegan ones as yeah. opposed to like cheese the fresh on it. Mozzarella. So one but of my it's not mozzarella though because it's like that vegan one they do. I, yeah. It's actually like cashews, I think. Huh. They like blend up cashews and make it. Like look at that. Man. I don't know. I don't. Cool. I, I don't need it. It's looks not my incredible thing. Incredible too. It's, yeah. Their wood so, fire is good. Well, yeah. one of uh, my wife and I's favorite things to do is to order like a simpler pizza wherever, like just a pepperoni or something like that. And we have dozens of hot sauces at home. And so that will be the vessel for our hot sauces, just like dumping it onto a pizza, making it absurdly spicy beyond all reason, and just chowing down on that. What's your level on hot chicken takeover? Uh, the extra holy. I just tried serious? it. I yeah. just tried it. It's really good. Yeah, I love it. I've always stuck to just hot. Are you like the hottest hot is, is, is okay with you? I Hot for hot sake, I don't like. If it is hot with flavor, I'm all about it, and okay. like I will scale that up. So my, my uncle like has, like I, I feel like, it's not that he doesn't have any taste buds, but like <laughs> his, his tolerance for, for heat is just ridiculous. So one of the first times that I've ever like dove into whiskey was he takes uh, scorpion peppers mm-hmm. and he'll do like one, two, or three and he'll put them in a, in a cheap bottle of whiskey and he'll basically let it marinate in the in the whiskey and it literally feels like someone is fucking punching your fucking chest. So, scorpion, I, I've learned this because I've had enough. Scorpion peppers immediately give me a stomachache. Oh, okay. Like, any of the, like, ghost peppers, hobbin, like, anything well, else I'm perfect, like, even pepper X I've been fine. Just Reapers I'm good with. 
it's just scorpion peppers, like immediate stomach ache. I generally get gonorrhea when I get scorpion peppers. Is that not normal? You just have gonorrhea. No, that's oh. not from the peppers. That's from the girl that gives it to you. Oh, is that how that works? Yeah. yeah. That's probably been my problem. Then. Yeah, that, that'll check out. They're usually pretty dirty. I was highly disappointed in Popeye's ghost pepper. Stay down, wings. knees bent. Popeye's. I haven't had so, um, I will. I will say this with without a doubt in my mind that Popeye's is not better than Chick Fil A. Like it's no, just, it's no. not. It's, it's not even close. close. Their chicken tenders are good. Sure. I will say Their chicken uh, tenders are fantastic. Chick Fil A's chicken tenders are fantastic. Ooh, different bread. But so here's here's why Dave's I like hot it. chicken. Dave's hot chicken has just taken it all over for me. <laughs> Dave's better hot than I've never yeah. had it. Is it good? So good. that's that's the one up off of Sawmill. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. We live right there, so, and that's like. If it's like Canes and Chick Fil A and pot, like it is it's better like than all, all of that. them. Like so it here's, is, and I so fucking good. love Canes. Yeah. And, and here's my the biggest gripe with a lot of other places that do like, and I'm and I refer to more of their spicy stuff. Chick Fil A, the spiciness is in the breading, it's in the cooking, right? right? Where a lot of these other places, they, they do their chicken well, um, except it's their spiciness is in the sauce, and I'm like, yeah, nah. So yeah, give or take, and also here, here's like here's the other thing with that too is, I think Chick Fil A has a really good um, meat to breading portion. Yeah, where I've I've had some that like you're getting a, uh, you're getting a uh, a chicken breast like that thick, and I'm just like I don't want that. I want it just a nice even. Uh, Dave's hot chicken because Dave's they also chicken. they have the the heat raking similar to uh, hot chicken takeover. Okay, so so you like can, you can like, dial up how, gotcha, as much gotcha. as you want. So it's not one or the other, right? Um, there is another. Uh, there was a, a company that we just found, and it has since be like become integral into our lives. Uh, the Flatiron Pepper Company. Pepper the menu. Sorry. <laughs> While we're talking about food, the Flatiron Pepper Company. They do like high quality, uh, like red pepper flakes or things like that. But they okay. have a lot of different like blends of. They'll have like a chipotle or like a smoky focused one or like. A lot of different options that go along with that, and like heat levels that go from like this has replaced black pepper to us to one of theirs is called melt your face off, melt and your it is face off. amazing and absolutely sign like, me up. Cannot swear <laughs> by them enough. Absolutely love them. Would you do hot ones? You know that oh, show? Yeah, no hot ones. I've done all of their sauces before. Oh. I have, have the you last. Really? Oh yeah, I have the last tab at home. Uh, so for my wife's birthday in March, which she like, cause she also loves spicy food, uh, we went over to a friend's place that also enjoys it. Ordered like four dozen chicken wings, just plain, and brought over a good forty or fifty hot sauces. And so for the Ooh. hot ones, like the lightest hot sauce we had was in their back half. So like everything was like we had to bomb, we had to bomb organic, we had uh, all the different types of like last dab, all like everything. It was. Did you have the amazing. bomb diggity? Yes. So we're back. So you've got a story to tell. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? I cannot hear you. There we go. I'm okay. back. I'm back. We're all right. good. We're good. So you got a story to tell about? Uh, I made you some. I made you some shirts for your uh, yeah. black belt test for your crop. There was a, a last minute custom shirt request. Uh, so the story is uh, starting in like. October-ish. Uh, one time, like, my wife and I were just, like, chilling at home, and I'm, like, doom-scrolling through Reddit, and just to annoy me, she leans over and starts tapping on my phone. And she taps on this one random picture of eggs and tries to save it. It is nothing special in any way, shape, and form. It is literally a picture of uh, 
a half, like almost a dozen fried eggs. So those eggs, that that picture that is a picture that picture. she just was messing with you. Yeah. So was she wanting attention? Yeah. It just she was being and annoying. You were like, being annoying. You were yep. probably being annoying because you were in your phone and she wanted attention. It's something like that. Yeah. So so okay. So I get so, it now. That, so she right. just hits, taps on the like it's just tapping on my phone. So I swat her hand away. But then I download that picture and I text it to her later in the day, like hours later. And then she sends it to me as a message on LinkedIn. And then I send it to her on Instagram. And then she changes uh, her Venmo profile picture to that picture of eggs and sends me one cent. So it pops up on my uh, Venmo feed as the eggs have sent me one cent. Uh, And then she doubled down and changed our uh, camera security system to just show the eggs instead of anything else. So uh, after that, uh, we had recently gotten married, so I replaced one of our uh, wedding pictures on the wall with a big 16 by 24 printout of these eggs. Uh, It is still there. All right. Uh, And then, uh, oh gosh, this has gone on for a minute, so I have to uh, confirm with the list. Uh, So there was the poster on the wall. Uh, Then she bought a shirt initially, and then she also changed the dog's dog tags to have just a picture of the eggs on them. Uh, so then we went out of town, and it worked out that like just through PTO restrictions, she had to come back a couple days before I did, and I had changed the shower curtain to be a picture of the eggs. And then I had also learned that you can uh, custom order wrapping paper. So all of her Christmas presents that year were wrapped in this same picture of the eggs. And then I started giving talks for conferences, and so my question slide in front of 100-plus developers is just a random picture of eggs. Now, did anyone ever ask you why you had a picture of eggs? Once. Out of the, like, four conferences that I've given this talk at, I've only been asked that question once. And my answer is just to win a meme war with my wife. And that's about it. Um, That's probably good enough. I feel like that's fair. Uh, She then also found out that you can custom order Lego. So I had custom ordered Lego with the eggs on it. Um, Keychains were changed without my knowing uh, by her. Um, what else was there? Uh, at one point I was making HelloFresh, and so I brought out a new cutting board that was the picture of the eggs. Uh, my proudest one is when I was getting my tattoo sleeve done, I got a little fried egg included in my tattoo sleeve. So that's there now and permanently on me. Uh, and then, let's see, so she, about a week and a half before I left for the black belt test, uh, she replaced our light switches with a picture of the eggs. That's good And stuff. so that was like, okay, I've, I, I got to do something. We've got this coming up. So got a dude to print out some uh, very quick egg shirts, which are phenomenal, by the way. I absolutely did, love did them. Did they turn out good? They turn, they turn out great. What did she think of them? Uh, she, so we, when we got there, I had uh, Aaron, the like head instructor, he ran in there first and like hung them up on the gym in North Carolina who was hosting this test uh, in their like merch store. So uh, she walks in there initially and just doesn't see them. And I make a comment about, you know, I should probably buy a shirt while I'm here. And she's like, yeah, these are nice. Sees them and just has this like, what the fuck? (laughs) How'd you do this? And so uh, that's good stuff. That is the most recent one. That's a good reveal. Uh, That's that's good. I like that. I have priced out. I know how much billboards cost. How much is a billboard, by the way? So understandably, it depends on the amount of traffic that it receives. And so a cheaper one uh, was about a grand for four weeks. 
Because I've always just wanted to buy a billboard and put something nonsensical yeah. up there. And honestly, like a grand for four weeks is not as bad as I was expecting it's it to not. be. If you have if you have fuck you money, that's not yeah. too bad. It's a, a non-trivial amount. It's more than I'm comfortable blowing on it right now. Right, but we could maybe combine forces and do something funny. I think that a that half is a and half billboard where people don't know that it's not the same company. You know, I would be down for that. I have also priced out airplane banners. Jeez. <laughs> uh, those, those are, are those are only uh, you know good for a certain quick period of time. That's yeah, the problem. Yeah, they charge by the hour. So yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that, that's a hard one. So real quick, a uh, little shout out to uh, Lake at uh, Top Golf. He is the uh, manager, right? He was the manager. He was. Yep. And uh, he's into bourbon. He's uh, he let us know he found his first bottle of blends, and he likes Weller Special Reserve and Weller Antique, and and uh, he's getting into the bourbons. So yeah. Shout out to him. Hopefully he does uh, give us a listen. Um, it won't be for another week and a half because we've we had a couple in the hopper, surprisingly. Yeah, that's, so good, that's good. Good to have. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting looks from other people around the table who aren't actually listening because they don't have their headphones on, and that's fine. So, Top Golf. I think uh, if I had to uh, guess, Brett... Might have had a good time, but also still just not quite sold on golf yet. That's fine. Yeah, I, um, the atmosphere is fun and enjoyable. Um, I just cannot swing a golf club to save my life for whatever reason. You're just it's too a, stiff. You're too it's worried a about very, it. very, like, unnatural feel for me. I feel like whenever you ask people if they like golf, if they do, actual golfing is, like, third or fourth on their list of things they like about yeah. golf. It's always hanging out, getting to be in nature, going out for a walk, having, having a beer, talking with or friends. Or having like a golf cart tipped over on your on your leg, leg and having to have surgery yeah. to, to correct it. Yeah. That's a solid number three for me. Tyler, what's your favorite thing about golf? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one right there. Is it the golf cart? Is it the golf cart accidents, tipping over on your leg it's, and having to have surgery? It's not. It's 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 not that. Um, and funny story, I was at a I was uh, at a wedding last Friday, and I I told the guy my story, and he's like, well, you know, he's like, I I basically fractured my left leg like seven times, and he like told me a bunch of different stories on it, and I was like, you might have me beat. One was getting hit uh, by getting T-boned on a motorcycle. One was like falling at work or something like that and fracturing his his um, his femur. Like and I was like, damn! Like, this dude, you're have, the like, only an osteoporosis one or something. I, I think he needs to get his calcium He's 87. He's yeah. 87. Well, he got hit by a, a car. I mean, that one's valid, but like, but but seriously, like, you lying son of a bitch. That was not funny at all. Yeah, you did say funny story. Oh, it's definitely a funny have story. Have you ever noticed that most people, when they say funny story, it's generally not funny? Right. It's a... Oh, funny story. They're sarcastic. just trying to set you up for It's more ironic. That's... It's more ironic. I don't know that there's any irony to it. Well, I was sitting with someone, and I had a pretty shit accident, and this person had to... Had happen to one-up you? Happened to have a more fucked up leg. They had like a five up instead of a one up. Yeah. It's more coincidental yeah. than irony. Um, what is it about golf? Uh, so... We actually don't care. We just wanted to make fun of you about the accident. Nice. No, I, I do want to hear the answer though. Um, yeah, I got you started. May as well, may as well see it through. <coughs> it's uh, it's incredibly technical, and you can't just athletic your yourself. You can't will yourself athletically to be good at it. 
Um, I, I will argue that one of my friends who never plays, he's just a really good athlete. He can go out and play with a seven iron the entire time and shoot like three over par per nine. Well, I think that's just like, what the fuck? I think, I think that frustrates the hell out of me because he never plays. Well, I think that has to do with when, when you're talking about he's super athletic, like he's super skilled. Sports a sports a sport. He can pick up the skill very, very easily. And, and I think that translates. I don't know. To um, me, to me <coughs> golf is like 90% muscle memory. And I feel like, <coughs> you know. I mean, there, there's also just like, if you understand how your body moves and the body mechanics. You sure. Be able to, but that's what I mean by athletic. Yeah, I think yeah. that an athletic person can be good without that without being technical yeah. is what I, that was my point yeah it's the same thing that the well, uh, osu football team has a dunking competition every <coughs> year. like good athletes gonna good athlete yeah but 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 that's the thing though like typically you you watch a basketball player a football player play golf and they're fucking horrendous but then there's the the very one-off chances that a couple of them are incredible at golf and i don't think that has anything to do with their a- actual jumping uh, sprinting strength, I think it has everything to do with their skill and being able to pick up movements very, very quickly. Um, uh, so that's that's the thing that's, you know, typically I've gone through um, different sports in my life. Like, you know, I'm self-taught in golf. Um, Same. In pretty much, every, pretty much every sport that I've ever had, like I haven't had a ton of... Um, you know, traditional instruction on it. Um, and I could play every sport decently. Um, but it's just not one of the sports that you can be like, okay, well, I'm going to out-strength you here. I'm going to out-endurance you here. I'm going to out, uh, you know, sprint you here. You, you're just not going to do it. You know, like you, so it, it keeps you coming back for that reason because you're like, fuck, like it's, it's so skilled. It's so incredible. And then, and then obviously, like, when you're talking about it at the professional level, it's just more and more and more skilled. Like, it's just, it's just incredible. That's fair. So that's, that's what's the, the draw to it. And there's, there's definitely, you know, sports or activities out there that are, are very, very skilled. I just don't think they're as active as golf. So when you, pill, when you, when you pair the... Um, the actual, like, uh, one of the things that I think about is, is a very skilled, uh, quote-unquote, sport, you know. You're thinking of, like, you know, um, billiards. Like, to be very, very high high level at that, right? And, like, bowling. And bowling and, and things like that. But, but golf, you're, like, out for hours in nature doing it and and you know there's there's different plays to it you know when you're when you're thinking about bowling you're thinking about pretty much the same couple of things over and over and over and over whereas the landscape course to course or shot to shot is going to be incredibly different and then when you look at the um the turf side of things from course to course to course, that varies there's, there's an incredible a lot of, like, amount. Core skill set that needs to be developed, yes. but at the same time, you have to apply a core skill set to a variable environment. Yes, yes. Whereas, like, that, I, I like that because, yeah. like, I am huge into billiards. I, have, I absolutely love it. Yeah. And so, like, it's very is that, much. Is that our next big podcast? Billiards. Billiards. Doing, doing, playing pool. I'm down. I have a uh, three pool cues. One says "bad motherfucker." One says D's nuts, and if you have a problem with that, the other one is HR. 
HR's a breaking cue. HR's a beefy motherfucker. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Love it. So, um, I'm sure there's there's different shots in billiards. Well, you know yeah, what I but, mean? But it's the whole, like, I am reading the table in billiards. But, like, what you're talking about is, like, a core skill set, like, knowing how to take a shot or knowing how to do yeah. a bank or something like that. But then the entire variable of where that happens well, is yeah. different. And you, you think of it, like, in the sense of, okay, well, where's my ball lying? You know, is it is it on is it on top of the grass? Is it buried a little bit? Is is the course, uh, the coarseness of the grain of the grass in my face? Is it facing away? Because that's going to change everything. And then you got to think of the landing spot. Okay, how does that sloping, you know, the landing strip, the landing strip, how <laughs> Just is that a little bit different? Yeah. You know, am I going to the green? Am I going, you know, aiming for, I don't think you're ever aiming for the rough, but does she shave you know, it or does she just trim it down? Yeah. Like what is the, yeah. And then you got the, the then you got this, then you're hitting out of the sand and that's a whole nother element. Um, I don't know that I've ever hit out of the sand. What is that? Oh, we're talking about golf still. You're still talking about golf? No. Yeah. Uh, that's after uh, a beach trip. Oh, oh, there you go. So there's there's so many different elements, uh, shot to shot, course to course, that makes it again um, super challenging. And, and if only we had a golf expert here that could uh, yeah. enlighten us more about. This. JD, JD, what do you like about golf? I, I hope his answer is I can't stand golf. I just <laughs> it's my job. Or it's the accidents. Well, I've been on both sides of the game. I played competitively high school and college. Uh, thought I was good enough, I wasn't. Um, I actually have a really good story that I'll tell here in a few minutes. Dude's going to be sorry he missed it. <laughs> um, but uh, golf for me was an, it was an outlet during a time when my parents were getting divorced when I was young. And it was a tough time because I was the oldest of my siblings. And so my escape was going to the driving range. And I didn't think anything of it at the time, you know, seven, eight, year, eight years old. And I'm just hitting golf balls all the time, putting just to escape that, uh, that maniacal nature of what was uncomfortable. Um, and then a couple years go by, and then my dad's like, you're pretty good. You know, nobody saw it. Yeah. And uh, I didn't have a swing coach until my junior year of high school. And I fired him after about six <laughs> lessons because he was trying to change my swing to his. You know, in the game of golf, you want to try and learn the behaviors of somebody's already ingrained golf swing, unless you're fresh. Yeah, that's me. I could work you with you a little differently. <laughs> but if somebody already has that, that uh, muscle memory, then you just want to start tweaking areas to help them become more consistent and make it more enjoyable. Yeah. So... Having played competitively, I miss it. I, I miss the long bus rides with my teammates. Hmm. I still have connections with all of them, both both schools I played for. You know, I still have connections to those guys and guys I played against. And and once a year we get together and have a round. That's you know? nice. That's and, cool. Uh, yeah. No, I love it. Um, but today I can go out and have fun. Like I don't have to grind. I don't have to hit the range and putt and make sure that I'm fine-tuned for a match or for a tournament. Um, and it's, it, it's it's funny because a lot of people think in, in golf you're like, what, what do you mean you have to? You, what, what do you mean you have to grind in golf? Like it, it would be the same thing as like a professional billiards player. Like, what do you mean you're just you're you're playing billiards? But it's like 
you, you kind of don't see the background of players hitting, you know, playing around and then going and hitting, you know, you know, 200 shots after to practice on certain things or, or hitting 100 shots before a round. And it, it's just, that's actually pretty fucking exhausting. And then, and then we're all used to just driving a golf cart around. But then when you think about you're walking 18 and then you're walking 18 the next day and walking 18 the next day and walking 18 the next day, you're, you're, that's fucking exhausting. No caddies either. Yeah. You're carrying your own bag. Yeah. Uh, I mean, up until the, the PGA. Yeah, up until, like my summer events, I had a caddy. My dad was my caddy. I fired him twice. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, like, God damn it, dad, no. Well, no, it was just like altercations where he thought he knew my swing better than me. Yeah. Or the, the, the weather conditions. And I'm like, I can't get a pitching wedge there. I need to hit, like, a fly in a low, you know, sawed off nine iron. And he's like, you can get a wedge. You can get a wedge. And I hit the wedge just to show him I couldn't get it there. You know, and I'm yeah. hurting myself. And then you're <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, golf, like, like grinding. When we were playing with Kendall. Yeah. We, we, back nine, we did like this match play thing, scramble, where mm-hmm. Tyler and I were on a team. We were playing against Kendall. And forgive me for forgetting your other buddy's name. Uh, Danny. 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 So we were one, da- one down going into nine. Like that ninth hole, that was me grinding. I turned my focus different. Yeah. And we birdied the hole to get it back because I don't <laughs> yeah. like losing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then we had a playoff hole, which we've we had never a playoff done. We, hole. Yeah. We're literally like, well, this hole's open. Let's just jump on it right now. We finish 18, and then we're just like, wait, shit, three's yeah. open. Let's do, yeah. let's oh, just do a funny. playoff. The group behind us started looking at us. Yeah. Yeah, we're just like, sorry, we're going to jump on here and do a playoff hole. Yeah. That's funny. And then we killed them. So my my sort my golf story, my dad's favorite story, um, I'm buddies with Adam Hadwin, Canadian tour, tour golfer. Um, and... Uh, I hadn't seen him for about four, four and a half years. I coached uh, my former high school, and one of my kids went to play at Louisville mm. with him. And so I had met him a few times and played golf with him a few times. Like, hey, he's my coach, you know. But uh, I hadn't seen him for a while, and he shows up at Tam O'Shanter Country Club, and that's where I was working at the time, doing the grounds maintenance. Yeah. And, uh, and my supervisor goes, hey, Adam's here, and he wants to play against uh, – somebody mentioned you. And uh, you played college, and he wants you to come play. And I wasn't prepared to play. I had my clubs. I kept my locker. <laughs> yeah. My collared shirt looked like it sat in a duffel bag for three <laughs> weeks. And I, I put it on. I'm like, I, I can't. You know, like, give me something from the pro shop, yeah. you know. But we, we drive out there to the third hole, and I'm just wearing this wrinkled shirt. And he looks at me, and he goes, don't you own an iron? I said, yeah, I own 11 of them. They're in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, That's good. Though. And then I, mentioned, good. I mentioned our ties, you know, to, you know, the kid I coached in high school. And he was like, oh, no shit, you know. And we had a really, really good time. And, and I went out, and he beat, only beat me by a couple. There well, you that's go. cool, though. That's, that's a awesome. cool story. Yeah. I love that. Because that's definitely, like, I feel like anyone that I've ever met that, like, competes at that, like, very high level. Like, it's being able to like largely it's like later in life after like the the sun has set on doing it at that high level being able to like slowly peel back the layers and revisit it where it can be fun again Uh there's uh so i do uh, i actually travel to conferences and give a talk on burnout and one of the the main things that i I try to talk about is challenging people that have hobbies that are not monetized Uh because the second that you start to turn your hobbies into chores it's a job and so even if it started as an escape and started as fun and started as something that was like fueling you it became a cost of energy and to sort of see that come full circle around where it could be fun 
again is just huge steps taken to get there. So good on you for that. That's awesome. I've only played about four times since last fall. Still hit the ball all right, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just there. Yeah. And it always will be. Well, we're about <laughs> to find out how accurate you are here in a second. Oh, all right. I, I did really well until they got to the white, and I switched out from my 8-iron to the 6-iron. I should have stayed with my 8-iron. I was hitting that about that just over what would have been the brown, and it would have bounced into the white. Yeah, it's like concrete, so you can land it short, I skip them. I should have <laughs> just stayed with the 8-iron the whole time. Tyler is uh, apparently the example of even a blind dog can... Uh, Find a blind squirrel, find a nut, some, or blind squirrel, or what? Yeah, what is yeah. it? Blind squirrel, find a nut. Yeah. Oh, it was shave a dog's ass, teach it to walk backwards. That's what it is. <laughs> that's that's the one. I got him mixed up. Here we go. He's he's uh, off to. This is where he's going to start faltering. I think. Tyler. Oh shit. Where did this come from? Tyler is proof that the more. Oh, oh he missed. Oh, skip it went over. over. <laughs> That's Rookie. more like it. That's more like it. I remember my first swing. <laughs> See, he's he's bouncing his in. I was landing mine directly in. That's the difference, I think. Ideally, that's how you want to do it. Bounce it in or direct? Direct flight. He's got that. Who is the guy that had the weird C swing? Uh, probably. Trevino? No. After him, uh, it was a weird swing. Like Mo Norman? No. His philosophy on golf is brilliant. You put this dumb guy into that dumb guy into that dumb guy. <laughs> <laughs> he finally got one in there. I think it, there you go, Tyler. Do the points go down for each attempt you try and get it in? No. Or does it, okay. There's variables like uh, which, which part of the thing you put it into, like which, because um, there's like rings as you get closer in. So that gives you more points. And then somehow... Kind of like darts. I hit more targets than he did, but he's he's only one point away from me with three swings left. I don't understand. It's Tyler. Yeah, yeah. Tyler. <laughs> Often wrong, never in doubt. <laughs> Whatever. That's not for anything. Now, I will say that he bounced his, his brown... The first brown one he got, he bounced it right into the brown eye. <laughs> <laughs> like, it went right into the target. I was like, what the hell? Like, because I was hitting, like, the second ring on a few of them, but, like, straight in. He was ba he bounced it into the – I'm like, seriously? If there's a brown eye, he'll find it. Oh, he, he <laughs> finds the brown eye, no problem. Oh, that's got a chance. <laughs> it, it went in, didn't it? It went into brown, so he gets four points for that, and now he takes the lead, even though he Why didn't he hit the right target. using a four iron? There's a hybrid back here. He probably needs a driver to get it all the way out there. <laughs> I think he was. I think he was counting on the cement turf. Yeah, is what I think he was counting on. And that one's got no shot at anything. It might kick left. No. Good bounce. It's definitely not kicking left, unless it hits a ball. If it hits a ball, maybe. Speaking of that, did you see last week's tournament where uh, the U.S. Open winner, Wyndham Clark, asked Justin Thomas to go mark his ball from 80 yards out? No. Yeah. No. He's like, hey, uh, need you to go mark your ball. It's in my way of the shot I'm playing. Was he putting it? No. It was a wedge. Come on. <laughs> was that just a dick move? I mean. No, they're friends. But kinda, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Now we're about to get destroyed. 
because JD's jumping in, and uh, he's about to go. Tyler, do not tell him how to win. So, uh, yeah, we're playing the game now where you actually have to uh, hit the, the actual targets. Where you I, have you have five minutes. Advanced mode. Somehow, Tyler, because he hit the one into the brown eye, just right in the middle of the center of that thing, he got so many points for that one shot, he beat me by five points. I hit. I you usually, I usually you didn't win. You hit a single white, did you? No. You jackass. And no. you still beat me. I don't even know how that's possible. Well, just I'm, I'm accurate. The two whites that I hit were like, I only got like five points. I mean, it, yeah, usually when you hit whites these days, like you get, you know, 100 you points. You get bonus points. Yeah. <laughs> there he goes. Now he's doing what I did. He's hitting like the... He's hitting the outside, not quite the brown eye like you did, Tyler. Yeah, I, 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 I hit him pretty perfect. <laughs> no, you, you really didn't. You just hit one. You hit one perfect, and it was on a bounce, and yeah. that's that's what uh, that's got you your points. That one right there. He, now he's going to start killing us. He's he's figured it out. Is the white out there worth more than the brown? It's the, supposed uh, to be, but yeah. when I hit the white, I only got like five points on one. So I don't know why that was. I would have thought so, but I think it's because it rolled into the white. Gotcha. Instead of like hit into the center. So I can see there's like a ring, obviously, like in the center. Yeah, there's there's like uh, if you look when it shows you when he hits in, you'll see a lot of his showing you uh, where he hit it in the target. There's like different rings, and when you're further in toward the center, you get more points. So that's a nice draw. Are you on the blues? No, he's on the blues, but he got a brown. Oh, okay. I'm feeling uh, he might be buckling under the pressure Ooh, here. Oh, come on. Yeah, I'm off. All, I, all I can say is JD, JD better have a good short game. That's all I'm saying. I don't think we put <laughs> anything in there yet. Give us just a second. Oh, yeah. Oh, It's all well, on him. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hand me that, Tyler, and we can figure out how to do this? Yeah. Oh, it's okay, yeah. The I can always, here. I can always Let, Hey, let's go you. ahead and wrap this up. So uh, biggest reflection on our four years of podcasting, go. Uh, just my superior knowledge, Suburban. Um, I, would, I would have to completely you, yeah. agree. Yeah, I gone usually. gone from zero to one. Whites. You got to get the whites now. Whites. That's yep. uh, 165, I think. 185. Oh, so it's like cricket almost. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, yeah. And 100%. Darts. Okay. Cricket. Exactly and, like cricket. No, no, that's a, in darts. That's a, isn't that a type yeah, of I, game? Yeah, I, I know what you're oh. saying. Yeah. I, I didn't know I, that. I, so I, thought I you was were talking just like, about the sport. That is no, no, a no. very odd thing to pull out for a comparison. No. Well, when I lived in England, they, cricket was on TV nonstop. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know what you're talking about, the so game. I thought cricket. that's what you were talking about. I was like, uh, no. Oh, no, it bounced over. But in darts, yeah. like, that's cricket where you have to like cross off the 20s and the 18s. hit right before and bounced all the way over. But he went. He got points because he went into the uh, the, the, the two fifteen thing. Oh, that's bullshit! I would have just fucking rocketed the entire time. But he only got nine points for it. Mm. Oh, you got seventy four seconds to finish the game. <laughs> you got two more shots in seventy seconds. No rush. You need five points. Let's here. see how he would have done with my dad in the golf cart playing speed golf. <laughs> All right, dude, you got to hurry up. No practice swings. We got to hurry up. We're falling behind. You got people pushing us. That's a beautiful shot. Yeah, but it's over. over. It's over. I think that's good. That's I in. I see it. No. 
Brett, what's your reflection? Yes. Oh yeah, fifty-six <laughs> points. Um, <laughs> he won. Now he's he won pretty you can easily. Just retire. Yeah. Oh fuck us. <laughs> yeah. My reflection is like learning my palate. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's what I've enjoyed the most out of this is like learning my palate, learning what I truly like, what I don't like, what's hype. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the oh, like that guy can move. Oh, I like the Wellers. You know what I mean? All right, let's wrap it up. You, what do you think? Uh, I would say getting into bourbon, like in honestly, general? how approachable it's been. Because like yeah. I, far too often, if you meet like the expert in the field, how it's welcoming like, they yeah, are. Yeah, like, it, yeah, yeah. It's farly, or more often than not, it's the Did let you say me farly. Sh- yes, uh, let me show you how much I know about this topic. And so that like, let's find your palate. Let's find what's good. Let's grow. That's been huge for me. That's cool. I think for me, it's just the uh, similar thing, how welcoming it's been from everywhere, like everywhere we go, everyone we've talked to, distillers jumping on our podcast, like being completely open to teach you things, tell you things, other podcasters, other like, you know, Jason, for example, just coming in, adopting us, putting us under his wing, basically, and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, making us one of his. Um, but just the for me, it's it's like Jason always says. It's not about the bourbon; it's about the people. And for me, that couldn't be any you know closer to the truth than that. I think to me, it's it's about hanging out with you guys. Like not to be you know you know not to not to Tyler this up, but but I really think it's more about hanging out with the people. Yeah, you know, now, Tyler this up means shit the bed, right? Yes. Okay. One hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Catch you next week. Uh, thanks for joining one. us, and uh, hopefully you keep listening. <laughs> we didn't lose you this week. Thank you for joining in for yet another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. If you like what you hear, please leave us a good rating on Apple, Podbean, Google, or wherever you are listening. It definitely helps us to get great guests on our show. And follow us on Instagram and the Facebooks to keep up to date with what is in our glass. As always, sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy some bourbon. Bourbon.